Hey there, welcome to the Just Boldly Go podcast where we help women and a few cool dudes face their fears, set goals, make game plans, and generally take their current circumstances by the balls so they can live a life they can't wait to get out of bed for every single day. This episode was brought to you by Rooted Mystic. What if all it takes to live your best life is experimenting with the one you have right now? That's what Rooted Mystic is all about and that's what Angel invites you to find out for yourself. Sign up for her video notes for a little dose of ordinary magic in your week. Go to rootedmystic.com and click on notes at the top for a tiny sample and see for yourself what can change by simply experimenting. Welcome to the Just Bold Lego podcast, season three, episode 10. In this episode, I'm talking to Emily Reagan of emilyreaganpr.com. And this topic fits so perfectly in with uh, my whole week of content that I have to do this this interview for my podcast this week. Uh, We talk about virtual assistants and how to become one and how I got started. And, uh, you know, just really it's a gateway business into uh, finding what it is that you really love. So if you uh, aren't sure where you want to go or what you want to do, this is a really great episode of how to get started in a business that isn't hard to start and really a lot of people could do. All right, so today I have with me Emily Reagan, who is a virtual assistant, which is really awesome because that's where I started, and it's a really great business uh, for moms or, you know, anybody to really run from their home, so you're home with your kids and you can do stuff, so Emily, I'm just going to let you tell us about your business and how you started and all that stuff. Well, I fell into everything like a fluke, and I know you were saying you started 13, 14 years ago. I started about six years ago, and I did not know what a VA was. My clients were calling me a VA. I was just doing all of the work and really and really loving it. So now this whole virtual assistant world is a legit thing, yeah. and it blows my mind. I mean, it's like the, it's a perfect <laughs> setup for us stay-at-home, you know, moms who are smart and want to do a little bit of work but not have the 60-hour work week and the commute yeah. and we have the flexible schedule. So um, I would love to tell you how I fell into it because I think you will love the story. Yeah, I, I'm super excited to hear it. So my husband's in the military. So we move every two years. Like we've moved 11 times in 18 years. Wow. So I have That's never had a job. I know. I've <laughs> never had a job longer than 18 months. I've never made more than 40K because I'm always like capped, you know, everybody, nobody knows who I am. They don't really want to pay me more. And so it was getting frustrating. I started having babies. I was cool staying at home. And then we were stationed in Montgomery, Alabama for 10 months. And my husband was going to school and I actually was um, on bed rest because I was pregnant and I had a blood clot, and at the time, I ended up going through a miscarriage, but I was just kind of on hold, like, my life was on hold, I couldn't really chase after the kids, and my husband's working all the time, and working on papers in school, and my friend had said, hey, I saw this girl online, she needs help with a media kit, and so my background was in PR, public relations and marketing, I've had 
ton of jobs like all over the place. Like I know you worked in news. Like I did a little bit of that. I did a little bit of that. I'm pretty scrappy. I wasn't even looking for work, but I just said, yes, I haven't, I hadn't done PR in what, like how old was my kid? At least five years. So things had changed. I mean, the whole online space had changed. I didn't really know what a media kit was related to online influencers and bloggers, but I just Googled it. And I know how to write. I know, I know how to write press releases. I know what media kits are. So I Googled it and I said, I just made up like, oh, that's going to be $300. And (laughs) I didn't have the design skills because um, back then Canva didn't exist. And I hired a friend to design it. And I just got some good examples and trusted my writing skills and I did it. Well, this client ended up was Jennifer Allwood, who is a big time, you know, creative business coach. And mm-hmm. it just kept opening more doors because as I did the media kit, I was like, wait, we don't have any web stats for you. Like, let me put in Google Analytics. So I Googled that, got her stats, and it just kept snowballing. And then as I was in her Google Analytics, I thought, look at this, all this all these people are finding you through Pinterest. Like, what if we actually use Pinterest? And so then I got into Pinterest marketing before it was a real thing. And back then I was designing the crappiest graphics on Picasa. <laughs> you remember that tool? Yes. Oh my gosh. It wasn't even really made to do graphics, but my pins were awful. But as the years went by, I just got better and better and started investing in myself and learning more. And I ended up working for her for about six years. until I branched off on my own. And it was all for me just, you know, having an open mind and saying yes. Yeah, that's awesome. That's so much like my story. It's unbelievable, actually. Mine was because I got into a a lot of debt, $64,000 with credit card debt, which everybody, you know, if you know me, that's, you know, that part of the story. But I had these three little kids. Mine were three, two, and six months old. And how are you going to pay for childcare for three kids and pay off your debt? You can't. So I just, I, I had been an administrative assistant before I became the producer at the TV station. It was like, I can do this online. Like I can totally do this. So I, I found my first client on Craigslist, which this is before Craigslist was where you got murdered. So it was okay. And he, he paid me eight bucks an hour. And I just was like, I really have no idea what I'm going to, what I'm doing, but I'm totally just going to figure this out. Like it's going to work out. And then he sent me to hiremymom.com to find somebody else. Like I can't remember what it was, some sort of executive he was looking for. He sent me there and I was like, I didn't know about this site. So then I started like looking for jobs on there and got more clients. And I ended up working with Marie Forleo. And that was really like, and that was another situation where she's like, can you do these things? And I'm just like, Ooh, yeah, yeah, I can do this. <laughs> and I just Googled everything and figured it out along the way. And she didn't pay me a whole lot, but I was there before she was big, all the way through the beginning of B-School, helped her build the very first B-School, was like the person in Facebook dealing with people for the first B-School, actually the first two B-Schools. And then I moved in the process of working for her. At one point, she was like, hey, do you know how to use WordPress? And I'm like, "Uh, yeah, sure. Yes, yes, I do. And I just Googled it and figured it out and figured out how to, you know, make edits to the web design. And then I kind of was like, I really like this more than the virtual assistant. So I kind of just started 
from people who knew her started doing websites for them and eventually just moved just into web design. And then I've been doing that for like ever, 12 years or something. And then I guess 11, 12 years. And then now, you know, I'm still doing branding, but like moving more into this boldness stuff. But it's crazy how when you just say yes to something that you may not technically be, be ready for or know how to do, but you know you can do it because, you know, Google can help you do anything, right? So it's just amazing what happens when you just say yes. You don't always know where it's going and you can't have this like clear plan and yeah. project. That I could never project that I was going to have a business six years, seven years later based on me saying yes to Jennifer Allwood. It's, it's just so crazy, but you just have to keep an open mind and do what feels right. And for me, I knew I had the PR skills and I was really into it. And I learned really quickly that business owners were more willing to get somebody in-house that they already knew to figure things out than bring on somebody new. So the more I kept coming to the table with ideas and, hey, let me help with that. Or, and the more she got overwhelmed, the more I got off her plate. And that's how I learned how to do blog posts and SEO and WordPress. I had never worked in WordPress before and I figured it out. Yeah, it's not that hard. It really isn't. (laughs) It's just, I think, you know, the idea of the unknown, you don't know exactly what you're getting into. And sometimes you're like, well, I just don't know where this is going to go. So I'm not going to go there. And that's just such the wrong attitude. Like who knows where it could take you? My debt story, you know, like people are like, how could, don't you feel like ashamed of that? And I'm like, well, I used to definitely, but now it's more for me. Like if I hadn't done that, I wouldn't have started the business. I wouldn't have met Marie. I wouldn't have done this. Oops. I wouldn't have done all of these crazy things. And now I've been, I had a client fly me to Norway and I got to stay in her house in France and because of I was there, I got to go to Rome. Then I had another client who traded a web design for a yoga retreat in Tuscany. So I got to like stay in a castle for a week in Tuscany and then got to see all of Italy and Paris and just all these crazy things. And like in January, I had my first speaking engagement in London, England. Like I've never done it before. And I was just like, all right, let's do this. So we flew to London and like, you know, hung out there for a week and I did my speaking engagement. And then, you know, it's just like, just these small things that you say yes to, even though you're scared and even though you don't know what's going on, who knows where it can take you, right? Oh, I'm so impressed that you did a speaking engagement because that would terrify me. It was rough. (laughs) It was rough. It was hard. Like the actual speaking went well, I believe. Uh, I don't really remember any of it, and, but everybody responded very well. So <laughs> I think it went really well. Good. Good. Yeah, I'm sure so, I'm like you. You're very relatable and have a good story. Yeah. And I'm, you know, I fully plan on doing more and I'm sure it'll get easier every time, but it was kind of crazy to just like say, yes, I'm going to do this and then like fly across the ocean just for a speaking gig. But it was really fun and turned out well. So What's funny is before all of this, I never really had any goals for myself. You know, I was just kind of going with the flow. I'm not a Pollyanna, but with my husband in the military, you know, I kind of had to accept my career would be second fiddle. And now that I've opened up these doors, like I have all these dreams now. And before, I mean, I I was cool being noncommittal and living life and moving all around the world with him. 
And now once I've had babies and I just need, I didn't know I even needed this until I started doing it. And I saw how much satisfaction I got, how much fun it is to help my clients and like this whole new world has opened up to me. It's amazing. Yeah, that's, that's a really good point that, you know, my kids are everything. They're the most important thing. And this business that I've created allows me to be here for them when they need me, but it also gives me a thing that's mine. And like you said, now I, before, you know, I'm just a mom. That's great. I love being a mom, but like eventually they're going to grow up and go on and I need to have something that's mine. And the later you wait to start, I think the harder it is to do it. So I've, you know, I always encourage women, even if you have small kids, start now, start looking for what it is now, because start being open to possibilities now. Because if you wait till the kids are gone, then like, it's harder. You forget who you are, and you've lost yourself along the way. And then you have to do all that work of figuring that out again, when you really could have started a lot earlier. I started really by once I got Jennifer Allwood as a client, it just took one client to start getting more and more, but it really began small with me. I mean, I had mm-hmm. three small kids, a husband never home, but I was playing on Pinterest for $10 an hour in the evening on the couch next to my husband, probably pregnant, like I always was. And, <laughs> and that was it. It was just a couple hours a um, a week, maybe. I mean, I yeah. remember being thrilled that I got $200 a month and it wasn't hard work, but I could, I could yeah. squeeze it in at nap time during cough, like coffee in the morning. And then if I hadn't started then it, I would never have fast tracked to where I am now, where next thing I know, I have an agency. I have people working under me. I have That's clients awesome. and I'm also teaching people, which I never thought would happen either. So never yeah. say never. <laughs> But if I would have just, you know, put everything on halt back when I was pregnant with number three, like nothing would have happened. Right. Yeah. All. That's a really good point. Because yeah, it didn't have to be a full-time crazy job. It was just literally $200 a month. And that made all the difference in our budget, as you know, dealing with Yeah, finance. absolutely. When you're a stay-at-home mom and going to Target all the time, and <laughs> else to do. But um, I, I do remember having this thought, and then I got pregnant with number four. And I remember thinking, I'll just wait till she's in kindergarten to really start my agency. Like I could have an agency. I had so many clients coming to me. I knew so many smart women I could teach to do this because it's not rocket science. Right. And I, um, I remember having that thought, I'll just wait. And somewhere in there, things changed. And I saw all of these clients coming to me and I thought, I got to do this now. I got to start teaching my friends now because if they wait, they're yeah. going to miss the boat. And as you see, the right. VA world exploded and people yeah, are getting absolutely. more and more competitive and specialized. So if you don't get in now, like there's, there's never a better time than right now. Right. And, you know, it, we always have this thing of I'm going to wait till this happens or whatever. And once that happens, there's just going to be something else that's going to make you push it back. There is never a yeah. good time for anything ever. It's just, it needs to happen and like, let it happen. And then you'll figure it all out. But what you said is a really good point about you can ease into it when the kids are little. And then when, you know, cause once your kids all go to school, there's like the, all these hours of the day that are just like suddenly freed up. And then when they're teenagers, holy smokes, most nights, especially during sports seasons, 
my husband, I mean, the whole day, I might see my kids two hours a day because they're here quick, they're gone, I'm driving them and they're at practices all evening. My oldest son is at his girlfriend's house all the time. I see her, him like three hours a week. And it's just like, if I didn't have, you know, this stuff, what would I be doing? Just sitting around watching TV? Like, it's not fun for me. So I would rather be making money and helping people and, you know, all that cool stuff. Yeah, you're making an impact and you have a passion that you're running with. It's just nice to have some separate, uh, I don't know, what am I trying to say? Like independency. Like I'm, yes. I don't need to necessarily rely on my husband. I don't have to depend on my kids to build myself up or exactly. I just have this whole separate thing that's just me. And uh, I can't imagine, I don't know how I did it for so long because I think I was just kind of, I don't know what the right word was. But I just was so unaware and I was a new stay at home mom. And eventually, like, the martyr stage ended, (laughs) and then you realize, like, oh, my God, I'm tired. I'm mentally drained. I need something, and I think that this type of work is perfect for me because I do set my schedule, and I can decide what I want to work on and who I want to work for and all of that. It's nice when you get to a point where you can choose your clients and be like, you know, I don't think you're going to be a good fit, but I have somebody else for you, you know, being able to refer them to other people. There, the point where you're at where you're just like, I, I'll take anybody, that's the rough part. <laughs> that's when you're just like, oh, this is not fun anymore. But yeah. I'm so, I'm so glad you said that because I have a lot of my students in my course right now and they're taking on the first clients they can get. I'm teaching them to say yes and I'm, I'm preparing them. Like not everybody's going to work out. Yeah. You're going to get some experience and you're going to figure out who you want to align with and then you're going to move on. You're going to set your boundaries and you will get there, but you have to get that experience first. It doesn't mean you settle or you, you know, give right. up your values or anything, but it, it's such a fine line because it really is. You, you do learn what you're good at and what you don't like in the process and that's yes. invaluable. Absolutely. And then there's also the point where you get to where this client, you've been with them for a really long time and uh, the money is decent or good even, but they stress you out so much and eventually you just have to break up with them. (laughs) And it's so hard to do because it's so scary to let go of that income. But my experience has always been every single time that's come up and I'm super stressed out for months, like for months and months and months, I'm like, I hate working I hate doing this part of this job. I hate working with this client. Not that the client is wrong, but just like our dynamic is not good or whatever. And that finally I'm like, okay, it's time and bring the boundaries in. We need to, you know, we're just not gonna be able to work together anymore. And I do it. And I take the jump and I lose the money for like maybe a month. And then the next month there's five new clients that fill in that are so much better. Does it, I mean, have you found that to be true also? Oh yeah. And I hear that saying all the time in business mindset training. Like if you, every time you say yes to someone, you're saying no to, I don't know, you can probably say that better than me, but there's so many (laughs) other like potential people out there. So if you're saying yes to the wrong people, who knows who, what opportunities you lost. So I worked for Jennifer Allwood for six years. I've seen her grow her business to seven figures. I helped her get a book deal, launch her podcast. But at some point, I knew that I just needed to move on. There was more, yeah. there was more to it. And she needed someone who had more time. Right. My husband had deployed for a year Ooh. and I lived in Miami. I didn't have any family near me. Uh, I got smart and paid for a regular babysitter and daycare. 
I put my fourth one in daycare, which I never did with my other kids, but I needed the, the sanity and the work time. And Absolutely. I, I had no to shame. Cut that safety net. It was so scary because I yeah. knew with her, I would have these billable, predictable hours, but I also knew I had no time to work on my business. Right, and exactly. it was a really hard decision. And especially as I saw her getting more and more success and I wanted to be a part of it and it was exciting. But I have to say, after I did it, hardest phone call of my life. I felt so good. Yeah. Right. Like it's like this weight is gone. This thing that's been so hard for you. And then it's just like, "Ah, okay, I can breathe again. And yeah. And I knew in my heart, even if she offered me all of the work, all of the money in the world to stay full time, that was not in my entrepreneurial heart. And I, at the time, and this is another good story of like, just do it. I, I started training girls for my agency, teaching them what they needed to know. I was finding all these VAs who didn't know the basics about SEO or social media strategy. And so mm-hmm. I started training my friends and hiring my friends. And I realized that was hard work to be a manager. Yeah. And yeah. I would rather push them out to go get their own clients and deal with stuff on their own. Yeah, and absolutely. so I figured like, I got to scale this. So I, I launched a beta course for my VA crash course. And I did it, get this. I did it right before I went into surgery (laughs) and, um, I didn't have the course done. I was like a week or two ahead. I mean, I knew it in my head, but I was doing so much client work that I didn't have time to just sit down and do the work for me. And client work always came first. And I just, I launched it and I had no email list. I, I had, I can't even remember how many I had. Um, it was in the teens. It was pretty dang good. And I just, yeah. I just did it. And now fast forward a year ago, a year, and I quit a bunch of clients since then. And I just had 50 students sign up for my last crash course. Yay, yeah. that's so like, great. I like, I can't believe it. Cause I spent all this time helping my clients, you know, make money and launch things and been behind the scenes. And then to be able to know that I'm helping, I helped 50 women last year and I have 50 women in this course right now, That's getting great. jobs, learning skills. Like this. I get the most amazing emails about people like waking up again. One lady wrote me an email about lighting her. I'm, I so butcher stories, but lighting her candle, like having that fire in her yeah. again, passion because she has PR skills and her kids are all old. And she, you know, she thought it was over for her in her forties. Right. Exactly. Like you're like, that's I'm 43 and I I swear this is the best time of my life so far. Yeah. Love the 40. I'm turning 40 this year and I am excited about it. (laughs) It's great. I love it. It's fantastic. Especially as my kids get a little bit older. (laughs) Yeah. Teenagers are great, but (laughs) (laughs) Um, so that is such a perfect story. And another example of you don't have to have everything perfect. You don't have to have everything done to, to move forward. Like long as you've got the beginning of it you can create the rest of it while you're going and just do it just put it out there and you know who knows what's going to come of it that's a great story that's awesome yeah thanks I can't I look back on it I'm like who is this girl doing all of this that's some people are like I don't know how you could do it how do you have time for that I'm like my husband was deployed for a year and I did it so I'll be I'm in Amy Porterfield's DCA I signed up for that on a whim and really decided if I wanted to learn how to do a course, I would learn from her, but I had already done my course. I needed to learn the webinars, which was yeah. terrifying for me. I've never, you know, I was like you, I, I would try to be a news producer. 
I tried to be behind the scenes. I got a journalism degree in broadcasting. I did not want to be the girl in front of the camera. I wanted That's to be the- exactly what I used to say. Like, I am not, <laughs> I don't want to be the face of anything. I don't want to have a movement, nothing. No. And, uh, God had other- and look at us, but that's because there's a bigger, there's a bigger mission in, right. in our lives. Like there's women's lives we're impacting. I have a couple of dudes too, so I shouldn't write them out. But <laughs> um, yeah, I'm amazed at how many people are just encouraged and go out and put themselves out there for a job who aren't even in my course. They'll write me and say, oh yeah, I just decided to like go for it. And I'm like, that's the best thing ever. Like you that's don't need a course, awesome. you just need to do it and have the right attitude. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. So, um, where can we, where can I send people to sign up for your course? Are you doing it? Like, is it an ongoing thing or do you just launch it every now and then? How, how's that work out? Um, my VA crash course is opening a couple times of year. I, you know, okay. I don't want it to be too big and we go through it together, but I have a free Facebook group. If you or anyone out there has digital media, uh, VA interest, I don't teach the admin VA. That's just not my thing being yeah. super organized and, um, I teach the digital media skills, you know, so like um, helping with podcasts is one of the things we do or social media strategy, email marketing and all of that. So I have a free Facebook group. If you just search Emily's digital media, it's, oh God, it's such a long mouthful, but <laughs> can post I'll put the link in the post. Yeah. So we'll be good. <laughs> yeah. You can jump in there and I have a free training series about 15 trainings and you can just see like little things I do for work. And some of it's, I mean, it's fun. Like, I'll teach you how to use the clone tool in PicMonkey or set up a contact form in Kajabi. It's like, it's fun work. It is. It, I always love doing stuff like that. Like, that was another thing that I remember Marie is like, do you know how to use Photoshop? And I was like, yeah, <laughs> I do. <laughs> and I didn't even have it yet. I downloaded it quick and learned how to do the thing that she needed me to do. And she's like, this is good. Good job. And I'm like, thanks. <laughs> so how did she find you? On HireMyMom.com, she had put out a, she was looking for a virtual assistant, and really at that time, you know, I just had the one guy, and oh, that guy was something else. When I look back at it, like, I'm so thankful I worked with him, because it really, like, gave me confidence and opened doors and whatnot, but yeah, weird. One time he had me look up, uh, because I don't know if he didn't know how to Google, he was like an older gentleman in his 60s, and he wanted me to look up herpes remedies and stuff, and I was like, No. I just said, oh my gosh, I know, right? It was so weird. So like asking for a friend. <laughs> exactly. So funny. I remember being like, uh, no, I'm not looking up herpes remedies for you. Go learn how to use Google. But yeah. um, oh so, you know, he introduced me to hiremymom.com and then I found Marie and I worked for another few other people, but it was like, you know, meeting her was such a key. It like just opened all of these crazy doors and yeah, just being open to whatever life throws your way is really the key and not being afraid. And I think another piece of that is that, you know, it, women, it's easy to just be a mom, to just stay, well, I'm a mom and I'm, I'm here for the kids and I'm just, you can be there for your kids and do this other thing too. You can do both. Absolutely. Yeah. You can do both. And really you're just scared. That's all it is. You're just scared to do something new, try something new and you just got to stop it. And cause your confidence will build as you do this. Like it really makes you confident in this and in so many other areas, just yeah. completely changes everything. One of my students 
at first she was on my team and now she's gone off on her own, which I was thrilled to help her do. She has an engineering degree. She has two school age kids and she just needed to get out of their business. I mean, she was a super mom involved in everything. And she, her and I were friends and we went to the pool one day in Miami before I moved. And she was like, I cannot thank you enough because I just, I didn't know how bad I needed it. It helped pull her out of depression and, and just like her smothering her kids, you know, like in in a good way, but she needs independence and she's thriving. She's amazing. She's a project manager. So she fit right into the online business manager world. Awesome. Awesome. You know, that just made me think of something is that, you know, helicopter parenting is such a thing now. And like, I know when I was a kid, my mom, like we would leave, especially during the summer, we would leave in the morning and we would not come back until the streetlights came on. And she never checked on us. She never wondered where we were. Like we just were in the neighborhood and she had stuff going on. She had stuff to do. She had a job. She had, you know, going on besides just us. But I think us as moms, like society has told us, you need to play with your kids this many hours a day. You need to make sure they're safe 1 million percent of the time. And of course you want your kids to be safe, but I mean, like to helicopter over them and protect them from everything is really like just a disservice to the kids. And it, it ends up leaving us depressed and feeling like we're smothering our kids and all this other stuff. You need your own stuff. You need to do something for yourself, not just worry about your kids all the time. Because really that's what it turns into is you just sit around and worry about them all the time. Yeah, I like what you say when you you say this a lot, like kids need to see their parents pursuing passions and going for yes. their dreams. And you're, you really are setting it by example. And if you're just all in your kid's business all the time, that's going to be sad when they leave or when they turn into teenagers and stop talking to you. Or like you said, <laughs> they're like only in and out. Like that can't be your whole world. Right. It's just true. It's just like your relationship with your husband or your partner you know, you, you can't neglect that while your kids are young either, because exactly. that's who you got when they're gone. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I, I laugh and I think it's funny and everything, but my kids, my husband, and I both run our own businesses. So our, our kids have no idea what it's like to have a real job. <laughs> they, they have no clue what the world has in store for them if they have a normal job. But I just yesterday, my youngest son, who my old, my daughter's super creative. My older son is like in theater and sings and like all that kind of stuff. My youngest one wants to be an architect. And that's been the only thing that he's ever really creatively like he's, that's all he does. He likes to, you know, do buildings and stuff like that, but that's been it. And he asked for a canvas yesterday and I was like, you know, like a, an A by eight canvas. And I was like, all right. So I got him one. and. He, he made this for his girlfriend and it's like an eight by eight canvas and he got a heart and cut it out and like poked holes around the canvas and like made this thing with thread that is like this gorgeous little heart thing. And it was just like, how did you know how to do that? And he's like, I don't know. I just figured it out. And I was like, yes, he gets it. Like they all get it. I'm so happy that they don't have to. Previously, he would have been like, I don't know how to do that. I'm not going to do it. And he's just like, well, I just figured it out. And I'm like, yay, I'm so happy. Oh, that's like your mom job, complete, done. <laughs> your mom job is done. You're ready for the real world. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I knew so many kids who went to college. I say so many, but I remember there was a handful of kids who went to college who didn't know how to do their own laundry, who didn't know how to cook scrambled eggs. And I just thought, like, what? 
did your parents do wrong? I guess exactly. my mom probably had too many kids, but you know, we were like you running around living life and not being watched over like a, you know, hawk. So yeah, they, she was there if I needed her. And if I needed something, I could, you know, call and get a hold of her, or my dad, but it wasn't, they weren't just like on top of me all the time. So let me ask you this. Do your kids ever give you the mom guilt on purpose? Cause mine are starting to manipulate me and it's all the time know, funky situation now. Well, they, they, they don't do it so much anymore, but around the time when they were in there, like, you know, I'd say seven to 11 or so, they would say things like, you're always on your computer. Is this all you care about? And I'm like, listen, you don't understand because I'm always here. And yes, I am on my computer a lot, but if I had a real job, you would be at a babysitter and I would be at my job on my computer all day. Here, I'm here. I can stop if you need something. I can come get you from school if you're sick. There's, you know, it's it's a different life, and I am on my computer a lot, but this is how I pay for you to do these things. So, yeah, fit with the guilt. <laughs> like, I, 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 I take notes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to call my kids out on it. I have a 10 and an 8 and a 5 and a 3, and the 8 and the 10-year-old are starting to say, like, you're working all the time, and it's also getting to the point, too, where I don't necessarily want to play dollhouse. Yeah. No, it's getting hard. <laughs> I really, I am a firm believer that you don't have to play with your kids all the time. Like, you know, getting, I, I found actually that reading with them was way more important and valuable than playing with them. When yeah. I, two older kids, you know, they were, they're so close together. You know, they're only three years between all three of them. And until my oldest went to kindergarten, they were all there to play with each other. And then oldest, middle, straight to kindergarten, the youngest is still a year and a half behind. So he's just home for a year and a half before he goes off to kindergarten. And he'd be like, come play with me because he had them play with him all the time. And I'm like, I can't, I can't play with you. I have stuff I have to get done. And at first I felt guilty about it. And then I was like, no, you know, I can't feel guilty about this. He can come and he ended up, as long as he was in the same room with me, he was fine. So he would like bring his Legos in wherever I was working and sit there and he learned to play on his own. If, if that part hadn't happened, who knows, you know, kids have to learn to play on their own sometimes and even learn how to play with their siblings and figure out other stuff. Like, I think that's a real part of growing up that they have to Yeah, I think. And I think as moms, we're like, Oh, I just, I got to play with them. And it's like, well, you know, I don't want to play with them. <laughs> I love them, but I don't want to play with them all the time. So I'm the mom who likes to build things. Like I love building the train tracks and the Legos. But as soon as we have to sit down and start playing Barbies, I'm like, okay, I just, I'm, suddenly I get really tired and sleepy. <laughs> I was never the Barbie mom either. I only have one girl, thank goodness. But, and she was never super into Barbies. She actually... I think it was because of her brother. So, you know, she had the girl Legos. So that was all right. And I did like doing that kind of stuff with them. But I'm just like, oh, do we have to do that? Like, let's read a book or something. <laughs> something that's more interesting. I'm so glad you're on the same page with me. I just finished Harry Potter with my big kids because they're finally, they're just the first book. They're finally not scared of it. And that is my quality time. Like, that's my thing. And I remember reading a parenting book that was saying, you got to teach your kids when they have your attention and when they don't. So when they have it, you can be present, but they also have to learn to respect when you're working. 
And I'm just getting stuck because I have that four or five year old who's like, play with me, play with me. And I actually asked my therapist what to do. And there I go bringing up my therapist. And she (laughs) said, you know what, if you just sit down and play with her for 10 minutes, she will remember you playing with her and not saying no all the time. I say no a lot. (laughs) And so I thought that's excellent advice because she doesn't know what 10 minutes is. Right. So she remember me saying yes. And then I can set some boundaries and then carve out my work time. So maybe I hope that helps somebody out there. Yeah, that's a really good tip. And that does make a lot of sense. I, I said no a lot and, but my kids are okay. (laughs) They turned out okay. So (laughs) that makes me feel better. Thank you. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, what are your social media so I can send people to you? So you can find me on Instagram. I'm having the most fun at Emily Reagan PR. And it's just like Ronald R-E-A-G-N. And I'm also on Facebook. You can find me there. And again, my free group. If you want to be a, a digital media VA, you can sign up for my wait list at vacrashcourse.com. And when we open again, it'll be right before summer. And there will be a coupon offered to anyone on the wait list. So I'm trying to make my wait list like a happening place. So awesome. Perfect strategy. Yeah. If you know somebody who's a smart go-getter, who's not afraid of a little tech, like being creative, I think this would be a good remote job for them. So thank you yeah. so much for having me. This has been yeah, so fun. Thank Thanks so much for uh, being on with me. I absolutely loved it. Absolutely perfect topic and well done. You're doing great. Um, thank you for listening to the Just Boldly Go podcast. You can check out uh, all we've got going on over at justboldlygo.com. And uh, you can check out my book, Mom Versus Debt, How I Paid Off $64,000 in Credit Card Debt in Under Three Years Without Becoming a Stripper at momversusdebt.com.